at kpfa.org. Stay tuned for Stone's Throw with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. Happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadow. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. I want to thank Philip for the penguins in Mill Peter's line. I love it like Gertrude Stein. Pigeons on the grass, alas, and a magpie in the sky. A creationist I know said the magpie in the sky is about the Holy Ghost. Right. If ignorance is bliss, then Philip's cousin... Nancy is in ecstasy. I love it. I just think the whole world has reached a state of absurdity. I I find it very restful, very restful. I I had hoped to go gaga <laughs> before before the end. It's coming on, coming on quickly. Uh, today is Tuesday, February the twenty sixth. And I hope all of you out there are well. The truth is that uh, everyone I know is sick as a dog. This flu is lethal. And it's not a joke. It's not a cold, folks. Take care of yourselves. Wrap up and go to bed. Nothing is so important that it can't wait. I myself have been so sick this week I almost became a Catholic. Till I turned on the news and heard the latest report on the predatory priests. The latest one. <laughs> As one of the guys who's almost going to vote for the next pope. I think he's a cardinal. I, I can never tell which is which. I go by the, the colors, you know. The pope's in white and the next crowd is uh, red. And it gets down to, well, actually, uh, the guys at the bottom <laughs> are in black. I use... Federico Fellini's um, Vatican, the fashion show, you know, that he uses in his movie Roma, uh, in which they all go around on roller skates. And there's no no costume show. You know, it's a real Mardi Gras there. In the Vatican anyway, uh, they're all darling boys, darling boys. I never understood why you had to have that Equipment, you know, boy equipment to be a priest. But there's no point being uh, naughty. Yes, the naughty bits. They have naughty bits. Um, anyway, girls have naughty bits too. My sister and I used to play at being Catholic or Protestant. Uh, right. That was how we uh, taught each other history. She'd be Bloody Mary, you know, and I'd be Elizabeth I. Those were both Tudor monarchs. Back in the day, uh, Bloody Mary got her name because she tortured and executed 
a whole bunch of Protestants. Uh, you remember, what was the date on that? Uh, her brother, her little kid, adolescent kid brother died, and he'd, he'd been a Church of England because his father had, uh, you know, uh, done that divorce thing, but it was something new, and anyway, before Bloody Mary died, she, uh, you know, uh, chopped them up, cut off their heads. Uh, actually, she wasn't any worse than the others. She left her kid sister, her kid half-sister, right, a kid sister. Elizabeth, uh, they had different mothers, and Elizabeth switched England back to that Protestant dogma, well, the Church of England by then. It's so confusing. Mm, you know, Episcopal, the one that T.S. Eliot liked. Anyway, uh, thanks to uh, Henry VIII and Elizabeth's mom, Anne Boleyn, uh, the religious scene in England was uh, cockeyed for a long time. I just love history. History is full of things. Well, Richard III's bones, you know, have just been unearthed in a parking lot. Uh, uh, speed bump, ha ha, speed bump in history uh, jokes on the news. What did they say? Uh, yes, you couldn't find a horse, ha ha. Anyway, Elizabeth I was queen of the British Isles when Shakespeare wrote the play about Richard III. Well, that is when the Earl of Oxford wrote Shakespeare's plays about Richard III. Anyway, whoever wrote the play, uh, well, I think it was the Earl of Oxford. I'm for the Earl of Oxford. That's my vote. Uh, check out a movie called Anonymous, and you can get even more mixed up. Um, ben Johnson was the Earl of Oxford's beard for a while, and then he got Shakespeare to write Be the Beard, while uh, the Earl of Oxford, Edward de Vere, wrote the plays, he being a gentleman of the court and uh, uh, having a wider or more sophisticated range of knowledge. Anyway, Richard III was only king for a couple of years, but he was the last king in the ruling dynasty before the Tudors. Well, think of America and the Bush era, you know, two Bushes we had, Bush one and Bush two. Anyway, he was in a ruling dynasty, the Plantagenets. I love the Plantagenets. They made a long, long series back before Masterpiece Theater. Uh, they did all those Shakespeare plays and did all the Plantagenets, just dozens of them anyway. Uh, the writers in Elizabeth's time, that is, in the uh, 16th century, they had to do a hatchet job on Richard, you know, because uh, Elizabeth, the reigning queen, her forebearers uh, are the ones who did him in on Boswell Field and thus ended the War of Roses. And we got Roosevelt, ha, 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 which name means, Roosevelt means bed of roses. Yes, Gaga is what you think, and Gaga is what I know. Indeed, there I am. Uh, I am leading up to something. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to ask you to study history and learn your place in time. And the way you're going to do this, well... <laughs> You're going to look at our time, compare it with their time in our time, 
Well, my time, we got FDR in the 20th century, you know, all that bloody mess. Talk about Bloody Mary. My time, the 20th century, and now it's the 21st century, and ain't we got fun. I saw some of the fun on television Sunday night at the Oscars, the Academy Awards. I saw the first lady of these United States as a presenter, a presenter. She gave the Academy Award for the best picture, so-called best picture of the year. Let's see, that's the year 2012. Mm -hmm. uh, in the 21st century, not the 15th century. Gave the award to Argo, a film, a picture, PR, propaganda, publicity. Anyway, it's a movie that is an apology for, well, an apology to Jimmy Carter. All about his 20th century goof. <laughs> when, when Jimmy, yes, when Jimmy sat on the um, problem of hostages in our embassy in Tehran, yes. Uh, yes. That little uh, scene... What was it? How many months was it? Anyway, that was used to get Ronald Reagan into the White House and subsequently to turn my country, my nation, into a world that broke my heart. And if you think I exaggerate, think again. In Rosalind Carter's book, uh, First Lady from Plains, she tries to explain some of this uh, nonsense. Uh, she tells us that... Uh, in an interview and an, uh, on another, um, let's see, not on this this station, but on a radio interview, she once said that she had to yell at Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, that is, the President of the United States. She said she used to have to lock him in the bathroom, yell at him, told him to bomb Tehran, and Jimmy Carter said, I had to do what's best for the country. Yes, he always said he had to do the right thing. Jimmy'd rather be right than President. That's what Rosalind said. Anyway, uh, Rosalind said that the best thing Jimmy Carter could do would be to be reelected and not have Reagan in the White House. Anyway, oh, hell, free association is my downfall. Even today, when we do have a Democrat in the White House, yes, Democratic dynasty, let's call it <laughs> a faction, a party, the good guys, the liberals, uh, it doesn't seem to matter very much. We are still uh, the military rulers of the globe. We are an imperial power. We are the boss of it, boys and girls. There's no place like Rome. Some people call it friendly fascism, you know, warm, cozy, proto-friendly. Anyway, I call it no-nothing fascism, you know. Try to make things look good. Michelle was there in the... Uh, I think it was the Oval Office anyway. They had invited the cast of Lincoln to come to the White House so she could present the Oscar. There she was with her new bangs. And she wore a silver gown that just left me gasping. These days, I turn on the television just to see uh, the what we call wearable art. Oh, the clothes, the necklaces just trip me out. I want to... 
uh, every day I want to give a prize to the uh, woman who has the best neckwear. The necklaces just absolutely devastate me. Uh, I think uh, Selma Hayek had the most beautiful, well, it was mostly uh, it's part of her blouse, but the, the business around her throat was so lovely. Anyway, uh, Michelle's was almost as lovely as... <laughs> as Charlize Theron's um, costumes as the Queen in Snow White and the Huntsman. Of course, the Queen in Snow White and the Huntsman was utterly vicious, absolutely awful. Uh, Oh, that was some fantasy, a fantasy nightmare. Good heavens. I don't know why I mentioned it. It wasn't up for any awards. It was, I think it, was probably nominated for the worst picture of the year. The Seven Dwarfs included Ian McShane, Toby Jones, Bob Hoskins. Oh, those poor gentlemen, some of my favorite actors. What a humiliation that was. Uh, I guess if they were, what, exotic, they couldn't be too humiliated. I'm sure they got decent checks. Never mind. Imagine seeing... Our leading lady, the First Lady of the United States, uh, Michelle Obama, opening that envelope and not, that is not saying that the movie Lincoln was the film of this year. Think of all the books that have been written about how Barack Obama is the legacy, the result of Abraham Lincoln's uh, years in the White House. David Remnick, the editor of The New Yorker, has written a book called The Bridge, talking about the, uh, let's see, the Moses Generation King, uh, how that resulted in Barack Obama. Anyway, it all goes back to Lincoln. There's a lot of stuff in his book, The Bridge, about Abraham Lincoln. I've read that on these airwaves. Anyway, uh, they, she and Barack, Michelle and Barack, invited the cast of Lincoln to come and see it at the White House, to join the first family there at the White House. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was very grim uh, on the red carpet. Somebody asked him what it was like to watch the movie with the president. He said, oh, nice film, nice visit, yeah, yeah, completely downbeat. The first joke coming from the MC was something about how to make Tommy Lee Jones laugh. He said that's the first the first person to get the prize to make uh, Tommy Lee Jones laughed. I think um, his claim to fame, Jones's claim to fame, is that he went to school or he was a roommate with uh, Al Gore. I wish they do. I wish they do a number the two of them. I'm sure that would be good for a laugh. Uh, that MC, oh dear, can't remember his name. He was terrible. Made a dreadful joke about age. Something about. Uh, the uh, lady who was there, uh, Emmanuel uh, Riva, the great actress, uh, and uh, the little nine-year-old, she's a firecracker. She was up for a uh, uh, Best Actress Award, youngest ever, and she said to the gentleman on the red carpet, she said, it's not nice to say old. And... Uh, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that at least the young people today mind their manners. Uh, They are not vulgarians. Uh, 
Anyway, uh, I wondered whether the little nine-year-old, what is it, whether she had been filled in on the background, say, of this, uh, what would you call it, this uh, legendary actress. Uh, I was stunned to see her. She was looking very French. That is, she was looking very intellectual. In France, intellectual means sexy. Anyway, that's what Anaïs Nin says. I looked in my book um, and found my reviews of Emanuela Riva, R-I-V-A, yes, in uh, Hiroshima Mon Amour. Now, that is a movie that changed my life back in uh, 1959, right? <laughs> Couldn't believe, talking about history, that she would make it to the Oscars here in uh, Hollywood. Uh, I think they should have found a way to get her up on stage somehow, at least given her uh, a chance to present an award, something, uh if you were alive in 1959, or if you're smart enough to know where to go to find old movies, I recommend to you Alain Reznez. His last name, I think he's dead. He's, his last name is spelled R-E-S-N-A-I-S. In Hiroshima Mon Amour, uh, I had a crisis of faith when I saw that movie. Uh, I bought the text by Marguerite Duras and memorized the script. If you're the sort of person who's interested in somebody like Gerard Dupardieu and his present crisis, read about it in February uh, 25th issue of The New Yorker. Uh, he was a pal of Marguerite Duras. Uh, let's see. Now, do we have... Oh, my God, we're giving away my book. That's interesting. <laughs> we have copies of my book. Yes, this is the book, Mind Over Media. We still have copies of the Thornton Wilder biography, people. If you're interested in that, I think you could ask them on the phone room. But uh, the book I've got in my hand is called Mind Over Media. And that beautiful woman, I believe she's 90. Somebody said she was 100. Somebody else said 80. Anyway, she was there Sunday night at the awards. Uh, her masterpiece, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is Hiroshima Mon Amour, 1959. It's the ultimate sex and death movie, boy. It's called a necromance. Uh, kind of like Anna Karenina, which is... Uh, nobody liked Anna Karenina. They were expecting a romance, and they got Tom Stoppard's uh, spin on what... Uh, romance does to a woman's life and psyche and it's not pretty <laughs> and they couldn't pronounce the name that's why they that's the real reason why they didn't like it good afternoon everybody karenina i'm here with jennifer karenin yeah see okay so this is fun drive still and again money and, money uh, money so I'm just calling you to let you know for sure to confirm that it is okay to call area code 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732 and donate your money in support of KPFA and Jennifer during this time slot uh, every Tuesday, whether we want it or not, 3 to 3.30. <laughs> just messing with you, Jennifer. Anyway, so... Come on, uh, you you can get your very own copy of Mind Over Media. And once again, Jennifer uh, has so graciously agreed to give you an autographed copy. You can get a copy of that for only $60.
I mean, uh, yeah, it's not really a sale, but it's a special uh, price for folks who listen to uh, Cover to Cover Stone's Throw. And again, the telephone number is 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732. There's one line lit. Thank you so much for calling. And this is a golden opportunity for you. Now, Jennifer's been reading from this book, so you have an idea of what interesting and intricate things are enclosed in this wonderful book that when did you write this book jennifer oh this is old i I was reading something about the oscars here dear but the one i'm reading here now is something called notes of a renaissance romantic and i was trying to compare this emmanuela riva uh the great french actress you know who did hiroshima mon amour and you know how it it is um these people who what what do we call them uh uh, they're icons, legends, you know, uh, she's no, well, let's see, Kira Knightley does not compare. Oh. I compare Riva with the Greta Garbo, uh, you remember Greta Garbo did, uh, uh, Anna Karenina, even Vivian Lee did Greta Garbo, right. uh, did, did, um uh, 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 Anna Karenina. Everybody's done Anna Karenina. I did it in college. It's one of those things that's become an icon. So you don't have to bother with the narrative. You just show pictures in the new movie. So, Jennifer, what is your mission? What was your mission in writing this book? To show people that the movies have become our new religion. There this you is, go. This it's is even more so since you wrote this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so call and get your own copy. If you mm-hmm. love movies, and I already know you love books, call area code 510. 510- 848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732. There are some folks mm-hmm. in the phone room. They're just chatting among themselves waiting for you to call. That's right. And let me also remind you that you can donate securely online at www.kpfa.org. Jennifer Stone's very own creation. You got it. You might as well say Mind Over Media mm-hmm. from the Mind of Jennifer Stone. There you go. Your my very own, own copy. Yeah, my family, own favorite. Autographed and everything. Mm-hmm. 510-848-5732. 1-800-439-5732. I'm getting my neck in all these weird positions so I can see. It's not funny, Jennifer. Sorry, dear. So I can see uh, <laughs> this little light box that indicates that you have not called yet. Okay, so I know you will. Somebody will. My own favorite fantasy film is Medea. That's the one with Maria Collis. She had a non-singing role. That is the absolute top of the drawer. Majestic Medea by Maria Collis. So now, if you remember Maria Collis... Mm -hmm. More in sorrow than in anger, you remember. She meets out justice and she affirms the ancient gods. That means the goddesses. As Euripides put it, let the whole house crash. So see, look, Jennifer is so committed to sharing this work with you that she really isn't into raising money, which of course is our goal. The goal here is $1,500 and we'll take it in whatever increment is comfortable to you, you can call area code 510-848-5732, Give me your credit card number. If you don't have one, you can arrange to receive a bill. You can do monthly payments, uh, 12 monthly payments, or even 13. I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> call area code 510-848-5732, your, your organization, your senior center, your library needs to have a copy of this book. 
And I, as I said, it's going to be autographed, which makes it even more valuable. And you can get it for a piddly contribution of $60. <laughs> Only $60. You could do $5 a month. But the most important thing is for you to call 510-848-5732, 1-800-439-5732. If you are in the sound of my voice, and I know you are, and you're a reader, of course you are, Get this book, Mind Over Media. This breaks it down. If you think what's deep and interesting is going on today, you have to have this book. There's also a lovely photo of Jennifer on the cover. Oh, God. Yes. yes Jennifer, that's, that's my divorce photo. The wild yes. one. 510-848-5732. Now, Jennifer, if you were to write... Uh, revised copy of this, what would you change? Well, the, let's see, Emanuela Riva, in the old movie Hiroshima Mon Amours, they shave her head because she has a love affair with a German soldier, you know, and they keep her in a... That's you what know. you would change? No, I would take her role in that, and then I would show you her role in Amour, which is the movie that she was up for an award for this mm-hmm. year, you know. And it's, what is it, as somebody, I believe it's in the current a movie set uh, no 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 it's probably maggie smith she says some things about grief and it's more or less no it's no it's corinne the husband he he tells her that you know you will be punished for your sins in effect is what he says so people can get the film on netflix watch the film and then read what you have to say about it erico 510-848-5732 one eight hundred four three nine five seven three two. Our goal is fifteen hundred dollars, and I know we can do it with your help. Get a Zen. No, you want to exactly. <laughs> what is that? Oh no, a that z- sounds too S and M. No, a Zen. Yeah, a Zen slap is when you know. Uh, what is that? Uh, There's one person on the line. Thank you for calling. Why don't you be the next one? Five ten eight four eight five seven three two. Am, am I your muse or your doppelganger? Uh, both. Pick one. Five ten eight four eight five seven three two. Wouldn't it be nice if we could be absolutists? You know, uh, the spiritual. I try to be. Yeah, we got a spiritual eroticism back in Hiroshima. Okay. Yeah, always the sex comes up, doesn't it? Jennifer? No, but this movie scared me so bad. I didn't go to the movies for years. I tell you, but really? it. Well, I think that's what art is all about. You know, it takes the top of your head off. I think it's getting hard to find some art at the films. Actually, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's lots of sex. Yeah, Anna Karenina. Actually, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I have a suspicion that that movie is art. We won't know for about 20 years, but the rest of the movies were just of the moment. But Well, I just want you to know, it says on the jacket of this book, that Jennifer Stone's work has appeared in magazines, which range from Mother Jones, you remember that, mm-hmm. to the Wormwood Review. Other books by Jennifer Stone include Stone's Throw, Selected Essays, Telegraph Avenue, Then, A Memoir, and Over the Caves, Prose Collection. That's the one that has that embarrassing, really graphic description of somebody having sex, right, Jennifer? Oh, good God. You've got to have that. Area code 510-848-5732. There are two people on the line. Go ahead and be number three. 510-848-5732. 1-800. It is time for you 439-5732. And um, autograph copy, meet Mind Over Media for $60. Or you can ask, as Jennifer was suggesting when I first got in here, uh, you can get your own copy of Thornton Wilder. We still have copies of that. 
and I forgot how much it was, but they know in the phone room. It was 80 bucks, and I, uh, 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 I have to, yeah. yeah, I have to remind you that that's a writer that nobody knows anything about. They know his works, which is what most writers would prefer. They know Skin of Our Teeth and Our Town, but they really don't know a thing about Thornton Wilder on account of because he didn't tell them. I want to take the time to thank our food donors for today. Thank you so much. Semi Freddy's, High Wire Roasters, Traditional Medicinal Tea, Cabot Creamery Cooperative, Be Healthy Honey, and Ike's Place. They are keeping our phone room folks fed. Give them something to do. Area code 510 848 5732 or 1 Go, Jennifer. Well, what did I put? Oh, Mind Over Media. I gave a real hatchet job. To, I didn't say uh, Ike's. Yeah, I, I did what? Oh, oh, Ike's. Ike's Place, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting feedback from the gallery over here. Go ahead. Right. Jennifer. I hit uh, Alfred Hitchcock right between the eyes. Let's see. That was a review from the Chronicle years ago. To tell you the truth, I don't care much for <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. He used to go down to police station and look at the pictures of the... Uh, sex workers and see he's, he knew from the colors of their shoes what their specialties were he he was a little bit creepy that man uh, thank you for calling and contributing keep calling please right uh, I've got everybody from uh, Engmar Bergman to Woody Allen to Harold Pinter to Akira Kurosawa to a whole bunch of documentaries to who else have we got in here uh arrows in chains that's the movies about women sexual politics in the stone age oh children's movies i've got four or five essays on those the anti-war pictures so-called anti-war pictures of course those are all about war this has been jennifer stone i'll be back soon till then go easy and if you can't go easy goes easy as you can